Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. You are going to love this conversation today with Whitney Brenton. I've known Whitney since she was a little baby girl. It is so fun to recently have reconnected with her and to see what a lovely lady she's become. She has a compassionate heart for others as she leads women in LaGrange, Texas. She's a podcaster, she's a leader, and she's a very cool mom with five baby chickens. As you listen, you'll hear that she has four strengths that are similar to Carmen Ray, who was in the previous episode. You can hear how they are very similar in their heart for others, but also some differences in how that is lived out in their day-to-day lives and in their ministry. Hope you enjoy. Hi there. Welcome, Whitney. I am so excited to have you on this podcast today. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. Thank you, Barbara. This is so fun. We go way back. I know. I was thinking about <laughs> how far back we go. Um, having worked with your parents in campus ministry when we were all very young back in Dallas, and I literally remember we were on a summer mission out of town, and I would go to the payphone and call your mom like every day. Like, have you had your baby? Has she come? Is she born yet? Aww. And so it was so super exciting when you were born in what was it June or July of eighty five? Yeah, May. But you're really close. May. That's really May. Impressive. Well, that's we yeah. were in that project for those months. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, it's fun to think about you even having a relationship with my parents when they were newlyweds before they had kids. Yeah, we used to play I mean, cards together a lot at our house. We were just like carefree and, you know. Yeah, no <laughs> it's kids. like a different lifetime ago. <laughs> it really was. Well, it was fun too, even a few, um, couple years ago when I was catching up with your mom and we happened to be talking about strength finders because I was already enjoying what I was doing, coaching people and stuff. And she was like, oh, it, um, Whitney has empathy. I can't even get out of the grocery store with her because she just <laughs> talking to everyone she knows at the store. And anyway, it was really fun to think about that and and to reach out and connect with you and learn more about your strengths. So I'm super excited for people to hear about you and your strengths. Thanks. Well, thanks for asking me. I appreciate it. Well, um, why don't you start with just telling our listeners a little bit about you, who you are, where you are, and what you do. Great. So um, so you heard my name is Whitney, and I am married to Tim. Tim and I have been married for about um, 14 years, and we have three kiddos who are all currently in elementary school, which was a big shift this year, just um, just sent the third one to kindergarten. So we have mm. Charlotte, Brenton, and Opie. And, um, and so we have lived in LaGrange now for about four and a half years. And LaGrange is just a small town, um, about an hour from you, just, um, an hour east of Austin. And, um, and I, 
um, have a side, very, very part-time art business that I enjoy um, creating, painting, and um, doing everything from little custom projects to stationery. Um, and that is really just something that's a fun outlet. Um, but my main gig is um, that I lead a women's ministry for our town. And so I think I'll get to talk a little bit more about that later. But that's what takes the bulk of my my time and attention and my energy. So, mm. yeah, that that's exciting. Well, it's it's fun just to um, to know you're close by, and even recently getting to to see you in your world a little bit and meet some of the ladies that you get to work with. But as you say, we'll kind of dive into that a little bit more. Well, why don't you start with telling about what your top five Clifton strengths are and just how, how you see those in your life and kind of what you're learning about those. Absolutely. So my, my top five are empathy, developer, positivity, woo, and maximizer. So empathy um, is something that you kind of helped me see that this is something that will color and affect all the other strengths. And it it kind of um, trickles into everything else you do. So I feel deeply um, for people. Um, I can be in mid-conversation with someone I barely know, and they are telling me something hard, and I have tears, and I'm trying not to (laughs) lose it. Um, So I feel very deeply um, for people, and, and I think it causes me to connect deeply with people. Sometimes, um, really early on in the relationship. Um, Developer is one that I think allows me to see people, um, see people for who they are, but also see them for who God might be growing them into. And, um, And I think that this one is definitely one that kind of feeds into being a leader who pulls people in and also kind of breathes life into what they could become um, and, and maybe the gifts that you see in them that they don't see in themselves. Um, positivity is one that I think, um, you know, I think I hear, I, I hear that word and I think almost like just kind of always happy-go-lucky peppy, but I think that that's not really what it means. I think I've seen it play out, especially as you, you kind of said how, you know, positivity that there can be a, a conflict almost between positivity and empathy. Um, and so because that empathy kind of weighs into that positivity, I think it has more to do with being hopeful and um, being, um, you know, always seeing that God is doing something, that God is working something bigger and trusting that and, and leaning into that even when things look bleak. Um, and so that's kind of where I see the positivity. And I think it does – Um, it can work with the empathy in the sense that when you feel for people, you know, you don't want to just say, well, it's going to work out or, you know, kind of some trite little thing. Um, But to really truly see hope, you know, God is really working here, even though we don't see what it is. Um, And then the next one being woo, I think this is one that I've seen um, almost just kind of like the underside of in myself, how it can play into my insecurities and my pride and I think that in, in my flesh, sometimes woo can winning others over can play out as just really wanting people to like me and also really feeling insecure if I feel like people don't like me. Um, but then when I think about this as like um, the way that Jesus wooed people, I think it has so much more to do with 
um, really bringing people in, um, connecting to people. Um, I think it, I see it in just, um, you know, the, the desire to, um, want to, um, help someone feel comfortable, you know? And so I enjoy meeting new people and it feels, um, in some ways it sounds weird, but it feels like a challenge in a way of like, you know what, I can connect with this person and, um, we're not that, that much different, even though maybe we seem like we are on the surface. And so, um, I think it's something that I've enjoyed more about myself over time. Um, Maximizer is my last one. And that is, um, I I think I see that in played out in my desire to be intentional and very, um, you know, very specific with the details and really seek excellence in the small things. And sometimes it can be um, almost something I have to overcome in the sense of, you know what, Uh, because I'm a maximizer, I want this to be perfect. I want to present the perfect picture, the perfect um, product. Um, And sometimes I have to kind of push past that and go, you know what, this is really, really good. And God's still working in this. And so I'm going to just kind of, I'm going to go with this, even though it's not perfect, 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 you know? So um, so yeah, so those are, that's kind of a summary. Hmm. That's great. Well, I know like in previous, um, episodes of, we talk a little bit about just what the different quadrants that, um, like core clarity puts the different strengths or talents in to help people see maybe they're in the connecting quadrant or the mobilizing quadrant or reflecting quadrant or energizing. And as we talk about your strengths. Um, your four of yours are in the mobilizing quadrant, which is one that means your strengths that move others to action, and kind of like even the the other description, like where where your other talent is too, is you're called an illumin illuminario, is your core drill name. <laughs> Tell me what you um what that means to you and kind of how you see that lived out just in your strengths. I mean, like, you know, when I saw what your strengths were, I was like, Oh, I've never met anybody with four of them in the same quadrant. And so, yeah, tell, <laughs> tell me about what, what that oh, looks well, like. For I, you. I think honestly, you helped to kind of give this whole insight and perspective to my gifts that I didn't previously have. I think that I, to be honest, you know, you kind of explained it and I had never heard that term before. Um, and you just kind of talked about how, you know, that you shine, um, a light onto others that you inspire, you, um, you, yeah, you bless the people around you. And so I think that as I began to kind of read a little bit more about it and, you know, almost see like, okay, my talent, my, my, my strengths are almost like you could say lopsided in the sense of like, you know, at first I was almost like, well, that kind of stinks because I kind of want to be a little more well-rounded. Like I would rather have, it would be more helpful for me if I had some things in each of the areas. Um, But the more that I think I looked at it and again, talked to you about it, I think that it was like this um, really encouraging word from the Lord of like, you know what, you are made to be a leader. And the reason why I think I had felt like I wasn't made for leadership was because I didn't have so many of the natural, um, administrative, strategic, um, futuristic, a lot of the things that, 
you know, when you do personality tests, maybe in teams and maybe, you know, outside of StrengthsFinder, you know, there's other ones too that maybe you do um, as a team over the years. Um, you know, I'm, I kind of was always plotted in this very re- highly relational um, category. And I felt kind of like, well, I'm glad that I can be a good friend, but I feel like what you're telling me is that leadership is reserved for other people, if that makes sense. Um, people that are different than me. And so when I stepped into being the the leader of of the ministry that I'm leading, I I think, and then I had this meeting with you, you know, I felt like, oh wow, God has made me for this, you know, and God has equipped me for this. And so there are gonna be areas that because I don't have some of those natural um, administrative um you know, some of those other traits um, and strengths that there are going to be some things that are harder for me. Um, They're not going to come as naturally, I should say. Um, But to look at the the ways that God has made me and even intensified some of those strengths as, oh, this makes sense now why um, God has called me to mobilize a group of people towards this goal and to really connect with a, a lot of people in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so that that was honestly just kind of like I felt like it was this encouragement from the Lord when you kind of highlighted it for me. Mm-hmm. So that was a long answer for that, but <laughs> that's so encouraging to hear because I think I think we probably all think, oh, I wish I had those other talents or strengths. Or I mean, there's always mm-hmm. one or two that we think if I had that, then I'd just be a better person. And absolutely right. And that's so wrong. And I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I try to continue just to, to help me and others realize, yeah, these strengths that you have, or this is how God made you. And it's for a Mm -hmm. purpose and it's wonderful. And, and there's things that only you are uniquely designed to do. And absolutely. So I think the more we can kind of understand what they are, even though you, you're like, oh yeah, i I'm empathetic. I'm positive or whatever. It's like those Mm -hmm. feel natural because you're used to being you, but Mm -hmm. seeing the whole package, it is amazing to, to think of just the doors that you open, the connections that you have with people because of who you are and what Hmm. places that you're trying to take people to a new, to a new level in, in Hmm. just your ministry and things that you're doing. Well, I know like one of the little homework sheets as we did our um, kind of met together with your team and stuff was to writing out um, like when you, when you are at the very best of using all of your strengths, what does that look like? What does your best self look like? And there's, um, you know, just an opportunity to kind of put some words to that. What, what did you come up with as you did that? Yeah, well, I can share it with y'all. I, I actually um, pulled out my file of all of the um, all these, you know, workshop all the all the resources that you gave us from the workshop. So I'll read it. But what I wrote was because of these these strengths, I lead with empathy and grace. I can experience the gamut of emotions on any particular day simply by engaging with others around me. I love people. I do relationships well and celebrate those in my life. I use words and art to breathe life into people and spaces, leaning into the good and seeing hope in the potential for growth. Mm. So that was kind of what I, I wrote of my, when, when I see, you know, God using all my strengths to mm. honor him, to I ultimately glorify that. him. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's hopefully as even as I've written that for myself, sometimes it's like I need to type it out and put it where I'm reminded of that because like, even like, tell me more how, how you see that and even experience joy as you're leading these women or kind of a little bit more what all that involves. Well, I think that, um, well, so our, our ministry, um, is, um, is geared for women and, um, I've only been doing this now for a couple of years. And I think, you know, God has been kind of giving me some specific words for each year. And this year, some of the words that he's given me have been rest and endurance. And I think there's almost like a rub between those words, but, um, but they're also one needs the other. And I think that endurance um, for me in this role, I think I've seen that, you know, when when you're faithful um, in the little and the big things, then the reward of that is that you get to see fruit grow up all around you. And so I am just at the very front end of getting to see the fruit. And so I think that there have been days already in the last couple of years where I feel very strongly the sense of wow, God, I love that I get to do this. I couldn't, I, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. What a privilege it is to get to, to live out this role. And then also the feeling of please God pick someone else. Um, <laughs> I wish that, you know, that, yeah, you would take this cup from me and give it to somebody else because I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. This is too hard. Um, and so I think one of the things that keeps me going is, you know, seeing the fruit, whether it's a very little thing of, you know what, um, I listen to this podcast. I have a podcast as well. And I think um, to to be able to see just, you know, a, a really specific intentional way that only the Holy Spirit can do that he used something to encourage somebody in a way I never could have, you know, dreamed. Um, or a woman who, you know, maybe um, moved to the area and came to one of the Bible studies and, um, you know, has rich relationships as a result of it. Um, so I think seeing the fruit in, in little and big ways has been, um, so rewarding. And again, just kind of reminded me to keep going and keep doing the next right thing that God has in front of me. So. Mm, that's great. Well, yeah. Tell me a little more about your podcast, like kind of what your vision was for that and kind of how that fits into just this whole um, umbrella of the things that you're hoping to accomplish there. Absolutely. So, well, I'll, I'll just give to our mission statement for, so I lead a ministry called Woven. And so um, Woven exists to equip women to study the Bible and to cultivate meaningful relationships. So that is our mission statement. So locally, what that means is we have things like um, Bible studies and retreats and events and gatherings that we host for women. Um, on a broader scale for people outside of our town, what it means is that we've begun writing Bible studies and creating and releasing podcasts that we hope will continue to reach a broader audience. And so um, the, the podcast began as, I think, um, honestly, an extension of me and even what we're talking about. My husband, I remember, had written me this note and um, he's, I'm a words person. So he, you know, I save anything he ever writes me. Um, mm -hmm. And so, so he had written me this note and it said, um, you know, where other people shy away from 
the hard conversations, you lead lean in with empathy and grace. And I remember when he, he wrote that, I read it and I had been kind of just like, you know, playing with this idea of a podcast. And I, I knew instantly when I read that and he kind of affirmed that in me, it was like, oh yeah, like I want to do that. I want to lean in to um, those hard conversations, have those hard conversations with people, draw those out and share them. And really it was stuff that I was doing on a personal level. Um, but it, it was something I felt like, wow, how, how much of a blessing could this be if this conversation I'm having with one other person, you know, if they're willing, maybe this story that they've never told, um, or this hardship or, um, these things that they've learned, if we could share this with a broader audience. And so, um, the podcast name because of that is called Wits End, um, W-H-I-T apostrophe S, Wits End, uh, Real People, Hard Questions. And so um, it's all just, yeah, uh, people that don't have answers, that, all, that don't have all the answers, but are, I think are just wrestling through the hard stuff of life um, through a, um, a worldview of, of wanting to, to follow Christ through it. So so that's the podcast. Yeah. That's great. Well, I've loved the episodes I've been able to listen to. It's just really inspiring to just hear you um, just dig deep in just things with these different people you've interviewed and they've blessed me. So I'm sure they're blessing a lot of Aww. other people too. Well, thank you, Barbara. I appreciate that. Thanks. Well, um, well, I know um, we met a few months ago with your whole team and kind of helped your your team understand a little bit more about their strengths and how y'all work together as a team. What what was that like for you or even have you seen just um, kind of fruit from that as your team has understood more about their strengths? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, I pulled out this this chart that you had brought and um, shared with us and that we kind of talked through and um, I think when we looked at it, I think it was, it was really powerful to be able to see how, again, our mission statement is to equip women to study the Bible and to cultivate meaningful relationships. And so there's a huge relational component. And so to see that, you know, similarly, so many of the strengths of the women in our leadership um, are so relational. And so God had equipped us, you know, to reach a community um, and, um, and one of the things that I, I didn't mention earlier is that our Bible study um, and our, our ministry is geared for um, all women everywhere is kind of our tagline. And so um, that means women from different churches um, or women who don't have a, a home church. So um, it's interdenominational and then it's also intergenerational. And so we have women um, who are taking a gap year between high school and college and we have women who... Um, are 80 years old. And so um, so that can create some tension, right? Because you've got a lot of people um, from different backgrounds, um, have lots of different thoughts about things, go to different churches and have different um, views. And so um, so to see, I think, our strengths, you know, through that training and to see how, again, God had equipped us really highly relationally, um, I think, 
just kind of, again, was a light bulb of like, wow, this is cool to see how God, we didn't even know all these things about ourselves. And, um, and a lot of these women, I think, have said, like, I- I've never thought of myself as a leader. Um, and yet when I see this, I see how God has actually equipped me to, um, to be here um, serving and, and gathering and connecting with women for this time. So that's been a really cool thing and takeaway, I think. Like Whitney, I would love to meet with you and help you discover what is unique and amazing about you as we unpack your top five Clifton strengths. Who you are matters. Through one-on-one coaching or team workshop, you can begin to know and develop your strengths, which can bring you more joy and purpose in your life. You and your team can see and appreciate the value that each person brings to your team and work together more effectively. Go to my website at barbaracolwell.com where you can learn more details. You can contact me at barbaragcolwell, C-U-L-W-E-L-L, at gmail.com. Hmm. Yeah, it was so fun to um, to meet in person. I think for me, it was one of the first kind of in-person things we've, I'd done in a while. Yeah. And there Post was just COVID. a del- yeah. Yeah, it was just a delightful time together. And it's interesting that a lot of y'all did have a lot of the same strengths. And mm-hmm. um, so I thoroughly enjoyed that. And and I do think that for me on this end, it is really, I think, so helpful as people that work together on a team or an office really understand the people that they're working with because we can all have biases about, oh, it should be done this way, or you need to take more time and listen to their tears or whatever. Right, right. But just to, just to kind of objectively look at and see like, oh, wow, this person has this strength that isn't in my wheelhouse at all, but I need them for what we're going to be doing. And right. I don't know, I really love the opportunity to, to be able to meet with teams like, like yours and, and just see the, the things that come out when people have that time and space to really think about this other person that they maybe don't really connect with as easily. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. So I, don't, I don't think yeah. your group had very many collisions because some, some teams yeah. can have a lot of strengths that can collide more. I don't yeah. remember exactly, but I think it was like, oh, y'all are a lot alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think for, you know, it also helps you kind of see – um, some of the, the gaps of how maybe you need to begin to pray for some of those people to, um, who, you know, to, to bring, for God to bring people who have some of those strengths that, um, we didn't have as much of, you know, um, and, um, and also to kind of give ourselves some grace and, but to see where these are some places where it might, you know, um, it, we could actually kind of, you know, maybe, I don't want to say like repel, but almost, um, you know, maybe there could be some conflict with um, some potential people who come and they feel like, wow, you didn't have all the the name tags and the, you know, everything ready and printed in the (laughs) way that they, you know, and maybe that's right. There may be somebody that comes from a different grid and and they're valuing some different things than we are. And so um, I think it's good to be aware of that, you know, um, and sensitive and kind of go, this isn't the thing we're best at. And so God, would you provide some people here that can 
you know, bring in those, those strengths, you know? So, yeah. Well, um, one of the things that we talked about too, is just, um, just the value of really kind of taking time to think how you can develop any of your strengths. I know maybe we're not always developing all five of them at the same time, but is there, has there been anything lately that you have, um, highlighted in any of your strengths that you think, Oh, I want to work on developing this about my strength to make it even more useful? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, um, you know, when I look at all of them, um, I think about how, and I remember being asked the question of, um, you know, what are maybe some strengths that you feel like maybe you have, but you're kind of surprised they aren't in your top five. And I, I would say one of mine that I feel like, again, I don't know what all of them are past like the top five, but, um, I've wondered if maybe learner is really high up there because, um, I really love the process of learning. Um, I actually just started, um, or enrolled in seminary and I'm going to be starting this fall. And I think that I, um, I want to grow in so many different ways as a leader. And so, um, so I think right now what that's looking like is reading um, a lot of, of material and um, we're reading um, as a leadership team right now, a book on um, uh, time and hurry and rest. And actually it's called um, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, my husband and I have actually been reading it, Tim and I, and we've been reading it you know, we're, we're maybe a little over halfway through. And I would say just that, um, over the last couple of weeks even, um, has caused me to look at how I do relationships, which is, you know, so much a part of developer and woo and, um, empathy, um, you know, my, my strengths. And so I think that, um, reading this book has, he's, he's talking a lot about how you, um, you know, you, you want to look at the scriptures and not just study the teachings of Jesus, but really study the way of Jesus. And to be an apprentice of Jesus um, means that you truly watch not just what he, or listen to what he said, but you also watch how he talked to people. You watch how he got away from crowds. You got, you watch how, what were the rhythm of rhythms of his life like, um, you know, and so, um, learning how to be a disciple of Christ. And and so I think it's kind of causing me to go, wow, I, there's a lot of things that I do. Um, just little habits. Like even today I was walking into the grocery store and I was texting on my phone and I saw somebody out of the corner of my eye that I know. And, you know, I just thought, you know, this is maybe something I need to stop doing. When I go into a place where I'm going to probably run into people um, in the ministry or just in town, you know, friends, acquaintances, I shouldn't be on my phone. It's, it's not, a, it's hurrying, it's rushing, it's trying to do too many things at once. And it actually, it's a little thing, but I can end up missing an interaction where maybe God's calling me to connect with this person or to invite them to our Bible study. Um, and so I think that's a small thing, um, but it's just been neat to see even the ways that God's kind of brought these little things of just convicted me in different ways that I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I don't, I want to do that differently, you know? So, well, um, 
I remember when we were talking on the phone about your strengths, one of the things you mentioned was how a lot of yours, kind of the cautionary statement had to do with um, boundaries. And I think you were reading yes. a book about that at the time. What yes. was that book? Absolutely. Oh, I would recommend this book too. Yes, I have recommended it to so many people. Um, it's called When to Walk Away um, by Gary Thomas. And um, it, it sounds kind of like an intense title when it says, you know, he says when to walk away. Um, and I think people can be like, well, I don't have anybody, you know, abusive or, you know, very dangerous in my life. Maybe, maybe you do, and maybe you resonate right away, but maybe you don't. And you're like, well, I don't feel like there's any relationships I need to walk away from. But um, the book, I think, really digs into um, how do you actually guard the mission that God has called you to? And how do you um, stay faithful to what he has called you to this day, this week, this month? And and then from that, decide on the people you're going to pursue, um, the things you're going to say yes and no to. And so it has been hugely helpful for me because, again, talking about some of these strengths, I think that I am a people pleaser and I I can drift into wanting to be liked and wanting to not rock the boat to say, you know. And so, um, so that book, I think, helped me to see, you know what, you can be very loving and also very, very firm. Um, you can be very kind um, and very Christ-like and also very guarded with your time and um, very intentional. And so I think I always thought it was like you had to pick, you know, that you couldn't be mm-hmm. loving and have um, boundaries. And so it just kind of helped in a very um, biblical-based um, way. I think it helped kind of reframe the way I see all that. So I would highly recommend that book as well to anybody who might be listening and thinking, you know, I'd love to know or grow in the area of boundaries. When to walk away is the title of that mm-hmm. book. So great. Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes so people can click on that if they're sure. interested. Well, I know you've kind of hit on it a little bit, but, um, you know, the title of this podcast, embrace your strengths. What would you say, um, how has that been for you? Has that been easy or hard or where are you in what that looks like? Yeah. And, um, I was thinking about that and it's kind of fun because, you know, you mentioned, you know, um, know now and knew my parents for, you know, for a long time. And so I come from a legacy of parents who, um, have walked with God for a very long time and have always modeled for us what it looks like to pursue God faithfully and also do relationships well. And I think one of the things that they did for each of myself and my siblings was to really acknowledge and highlight and celebrate each of our strengths. Um, we actually have in my parents' house now, you know, all of, I have two, two brothers and we're all um, grown and moved out of the house, but um, in their house, they have these framed just eight by 10 um, printouts of um, a list of kind of just like some of the strengths that they um, see in us. And I remember they gave this to us, I want to say when we were in high school and, um, you know, and it just says, Whitney, you are Cooper, you are Blake, you are. And, um, and so they have these hanging, they've always had them hanging in our house since we were in high school. And, 
I think back to that and I think about how they were really saying, hey, we see that you guys are very uniquely different and we see that God has his fingerprint on you guys and we want to highlight those things. You know, we want to make much of those things. And so, so I think about now in my life, thankfully because of that legacy, and maybe this is an encouragement to any parent listening, that I, I don't struggle with, um, you know, trusting that God has um, wired me and made me um, just to be who he wants me to be, you know? Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't think I was going to get all emotional on us. Um, You're making me emotional. But <laughs> so, um, so I, I am really grateful for that. And I think that um, I would just encourage um, people out there, let's say that maybe you didn't come from a home like that, where that was kind of cultivated in you. Um, you can do that in your family and you can do that in your kids and you can kind of start fresh, you know? Um, and so, um, so yeah, so I, I'm thankful for that gift that they gave us. And I think for um, just the way that they um, kind of set us up to win in that way, if that makes sense. So. Mm. Wow. That's really powerful. When I think <laughs> about, um, I think I told you at one point when we talked of how your mom, it, you know, she encouraged me in my empathy years ago. And I think for me that empathy sometimes has been like, oh, I don't want to be just a crybaby. But when um, her dad had passed away and she was telling me that story and I literally mm-hmm. had tears rolling down my face and she was she acknowledged my tears and my empathy. She's like, thank you so much. I don't have any more tears right now. But mm. I I look back to that a lot because I think for someone mm. to to see and acknowledge like your empathy matters and thank you for it mm-hmm. or, or whatever mm. your, whatever it is, your strength or character quality is. But sometimes different ones get a little more leverage in the world. And so Absolutely. I think right. I just love how you describe that of just the power of their belief and delight in each of you. And I mean, that's so unique to have that, mm. um, that confidence and that love and mm. that um, celebration of who you are. Mm. And so, yeah. Um, thank you absolutely. for sharing that. Yeah. Kudos absolutely. to Dan and Julie. I know. <laughs> giving them a little shout out. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're great parents. Yes. Yes. They're so fun. We, um, we still laugh about one of the lines your dad and, said a long time ago I won't mention it now but <laughs> but um anyway well that's such a gift well um do you have any advice that you would like to share with our listeners about any anything else or about any of the strengths you have or um people that might have strengths that you have or work with someone that has mm. your strengths yeah, absolutely. I, I was thinking about this, you know, before we connected and, um, you know, I think I shared a little bit earlier about how being a maximizer means that a lot of times I wait um, till um, I have a perfect kind of wrapped, polished product. And so 
um, somebody said to me, actually, as I was working through my podcast, um, you know, they just said, um, I want to just challenge you to actually, um, this takes a little bit of more humility, um, and, um, maybe almost kind of leaning into, uh, I don't want to say like leaning against your strength, but kind of recognizing that in, again, that maximizer is a good thing, but that sometimes again, in our flesh, because we want people to like us, think all these things, whatever, um, that we will wait to, um, you know, do whatever it is that God's called us until we have the perfect um, kind of polished product, if that makes sense. And so um, that was just kind of what what was on my heart before this call was just, if God has put something on your heart, don't wait, don't, you know, waste time or what if, um, or wait till you have the perfectly polished house to invite and host somebody. Um, don't, you know, wait to have your life together before you go to a Bible study um, to seek some new relationships um, or just even to seek seek a relationship with God. Um, don't wait until you have a perfect product um, before you begin your business. Um, that maybe even in the process of it, that um, that's going to bless somebody and encourage somebody. So that was just kind of what popped into my head before we talked. So yeah. that's great. That's really good. Good input on that for maximizer. Well, um, this has been so fun, Whitney, just to connect with you about you and your strengths. And I know it will bless the people that listen. And one last question I have for you. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Um, well, I feel like, um, so my kids just went back to school. And so, um, I've been, I was thinking about just kind of in the last week. Okay. Um, we just got some new, um, baby chicks. Um, we have, um, five chickens that have started laying eggs. And so, um, we just got some new chicks. And so the kids come home and, um, they, you know, go get the chicks and want to play with them and, um, you know, and, you know, they have names and everything. Yeah. And, um, and so those little chicks just, I think new life and then, um, even, you know, bringing, um, bringing the kids home every day and, um, just sitting in the driveway or, you know, coming inside and getting a snack and just hearing about their days and kind of connecting with them and seeing their different personalities. And, um, that has been really sweet. Um, just cause I'm realizing, you know, they're just growing up so, so fast. And so slowing that down and enjoying these little moments with them. Um, this is kind of a silly one, but I, um, really, really love plants. And so, um, it's kind of been my part of my like daily routine is to just either go in, out in the morning or, or in the evening and just go water my plants and, um, like in the flower bed. And, um, I, I don't know why, but I think it's like seeing, um, you know, you, you know, how growth happens, um, right under your eyes sometimes, but you just, you miss it, you know? And so then to be like, wow, I planted this you know, um, three months ago and it was just this tiny little sprout. Now it's this, you know, big, beautiful thing to look at. And so, um, yeah, so it's like some, some kind of therapy, I think, to just water my plants. And then I think Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this too. My husband just turned 40 this weekend. And so, um, we just had some fun, different kind of celebrations for him and just to celebrate his life. And, um, just, you know, I think birthdays are good. Like markers where you just kind of pause and go, mm-hmm. oh man, we have a lot, a lot to be thankful for. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. It's fun to, to hear those, 
those things, like you said, that bring, bring a smile or put joy in your heart. Um, so, well, thank you so much, Whitney. This has been so great. Yeah. And I'm excited to, um, for people to listen and hear your heart and the things that you're learning. So thank you for making time to, to join me today. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Barbara. Thanks for asking me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.